Malcolm Forbes once said that failure is success if we learn from it. Tune in twice each month to The Shelley Show as co-host marketers Shelley Iverson and Nate Ebert interview successful business owners who share their failing forward marketing strategies and learn how to master digital marketing, Google Ads, and SEO. Let's go to work. And this is Nate. And together we are The Shelly Show. And as always, we are brought to you by Shelly Social Media, here for all of your digital marketing needs. And today we are here with Sean Lamb. So uh, go ahead and tell us about yourself and your business, Sean. Hi, uh, I'm Sean of uh, Photography by Sean Lamb. Uh, I'm the original Google trusted photographer in Dane County, Wisconsin. Uh, I've been doing photography as a hobby since the mid-70s and professionally since about 2010. Nice. Oh, wow. So how did, so how did that kind of change for you? Like when did um, you really start realizing, Hey, I could, I could make some money off of this. Well, there's been a whole lot of changes in the industry. Um, as oh. far as uh, how I can, how I can make it a business. Um, the job that I was in, I just did not like, uh, I was, gotcha. uh, I was coming to a point where I just did not want to go into work and it was time to look at, uh, make a career change. Uh, and I looked at my hobbies and uh, the ones that came up as the most likely to be a viable career were all the ones that based around arts and especially visual arts for me. Uh, and I've been doing photography for so long. So I said, okay, let's try it. So first thing I did is I went back to school, got an associate's degree in photography uh, and just started trying it out. And so far I'm loving it. Well, great. Yeah. I mean, if you've been doing it for, you know, 11 years, it sounds like you're at least happy to go into work for once. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's this, this job is I'm having more fun doing this than I've had at any other job so far. Very nice. What's your, um, I'm just kind of curious. I, I, I love art. I'm kind of creative, but I am absolutely terrible. Like stick figures are the best <laughs> I can draw. Like, right? you know, I put a filter on a photo and oh, yay art. <laughs> so what's, what's your favorite um, thing to shoot? Like couples? Is it like, you know, nature, weddings? What, what really do you enjoy? For, for my business, it's more commercial photography. So I do a lot okay. of product photography and a lot of real estate and architecture photography. Um, I tried weddings um, and I've done a few. Um, I haven't done enough that I'm totally jaded on it yet. So I still think it's kind okay. of fun. Um, <laughs> no bridezillas yet or anything. Yeah. I, I, well, <laughs> Nothing, nothing with a really terrible story yet. Um, right. But yeah, I've done a few of them. So I know that process. Uh, I've done portrait work. You know, it's, I, I was never really into directing people. So, and that leads back to my personal projects. Most of, most of the time when I'm out on my own, uh, just photographing stuff, I usually tend toward transportation and especially trains and railroads. Oh, so nice. that kind of led toward more led me more toward doing commercial work rather than portrait work. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But now I'm kind of mixing those um, on my personal projects. Now I'm I'm looking for how the people interact with the trains, uh, not only the people riding them and standing next to them, but also the people working on them. So I'm trying cool. to incorporate that more into my personal work. Very nice. So kind of a, a bit of a blend there then. Yeah, yeah, more towards um, more towards photojournalism style than uh, than just documentary. Gotcha. Okay. 
Nice. I, yeah, that, that's, that sounds like a, honestly like a blast and especially with something that you found that you've really, you know, come to enjoy. Um, but with, with everything there, it's not always just an immediate success. So, um, just kind of going along with the theme of our podcast, was there, um, what would you really consider to be a failure that kind of helped you along with the success? Well, there's failures that, uh, kind of happen every once in a while, Okay. Uh, and it's it's when I forget to make the settings the way that the client needs it on my camera. Um, yeah, and, and you know sometimes that'll lead to uh, I need to go back and shoot again. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. doing commercial work it's a lot easier than doing wedding work. You know, you can, you can reshoot <laughs> a, a thing. <laughs> uh, you can ask the chef to make another plate. You can't redo the wedding. So <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. But uh, so, but yeah, you know that's that's the big thing that I run into is that uh, you know I'll be out on a shoot and my camera is still set for whatever the shoot before that was, and I'll forget to change a setting to the way the current client needs it, and oh darn, I get back to my computer and I start editing and no, oh, this is not right. I got to go reshoot it. Oof. So it's not fun uh, to to make that call, but. I'd rather make that call and get it done and, you know, admit the mistake and say, nope, I, I made the mistake on this one. We got to redo it and let's do it right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so far the second time I haven't had to go to a third time yet. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But yeah. It so doesn't then... happen often, but one, you know, once in a while I'll be out and, you know, I forget to put the settings back. <laughs> so. Gotcha. <laughs> So I guess, um, and again, I'm, I'm so sorry. I just know, <laughs> imagine I'm just a blank slate here. So I'm, I'm just really curious about everything here. So um, I guess just what kind of goes into the decision for the settings, is that like in reference to the filter or like, you know, the focus, like, I guess what really goes into that decision-making process? Like, do you sit down with, you know, let's say it's for a wedding. Do you sit down with them and say, Hey, these are the particular settings we have, which one do you like that sort of thing? Or no, it, it's more uh, because I do more commercial work. It's uh, usually uh, dictated by the client. Okay. Uh, so I do a lot of food photography for some of the uh, food delivery applications and they have a oh. specific way that they want the food photographed. You know, it has to be uh, photographed at about a 60 degree angle. Uh, the aperture has to be a certain, uh, certain, certain uh, setting, uh, usually somewhere between, and I'm going to get technical on here, somewhere between F8 yeah. and F16 so that everything is in focus. Okay. Um, and it has to be a certain uh, uh, ISO so that everything is, is nice and bright and, and cheery. And, you know, when I'm out on my own, those settings are not what I'm shooting as uh, when I'm mm -hmm. shooting my own personal projects. So if I forget to make that setting back, uh, then it just does not look right when I submit that to the, uh, to the client. Gotcha. Huh. Interesting. I, I never even would have considered that as being a thing. <laughs> well, you so, don't do photography professionally. So there you go. Yep. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I do not <laughs> take pictures of my wife and stepdaughters. Right. <laughs> That's about all I got. <laughs> But that's, that's phenomenal. Like that's, that's awesome that like so much work and dedication really goes into this. So um, I'm assuming that this is kind of a, that has so been, a, I get a, I guess a bit of a consistent issue within professional photography. So what are some strategies that you use to really kind of combat and, you know, keep this in the forefront of your mind when you are shooting professionally? Well, one of the strategies that I use is actually something that uh, I picked up from all the rail fanning and just watching videos of trains around the world. Oh, okay. um, one of the things that I saw in uh, uh, the 
the train operators in Japan, especially. It's something called pointing and calling. Uh, hmm. As the train has gone down the tracks, the person driving the train uh, sees a signal approaching. You know, he's approaching a signal, and he'll he'll actually point at it and say what the signal is. And you know, when he's looking at his timetable to make sure he's on time, he'll point at the timetable and and say it. So he points at whatever he's he's whatever he needs to do, and he says it out loud. And I'm sort of taking that on with uh, with setting the settings on the camera. Before I start shooting, I'll look at each of the settings. I'll point at them and say, "Okay, F8, um, ISO 400, uh, set to RAW format." And I'll point at them and I'll say them to myself. And you know, there's just this little checklist of going through, check, 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 check. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. That's correct. Okay, so, so it's just a kind of ritual, but uh, it's, it's it's helped me a lot more than I thought it might. No, I, I think creating habits in any way, shape or form can really help you with work. Like, right. um, and I think that, you know, you've done, that's an awesome job on you for just going outside of, you know, <laughs> even within the United States, like you said, you're learning this from Japanese photographers. Like um, that's, that's awesome that you've been able to kind of realize what they're doing and then incorporate that into your business. Well, it's learned from Japanese train drivers, not Japanese photographers. Oh, oh. Oh, I missed the, that. It's the people yeah. driving the trains. They see the signal. They point at the signal, and they say what the signal means. Oh, interesting. Okay. So when I sorry, look at I, camera, I thought it was I the, the camera settings, and I say this, say the setting to myself, and it reminds me, yes, that is set correctly. Well, hey, taking it without, you know, even with um, from a different industry itself, like an incorporating, right. that's that's really creative, honestly. Yeah, it well, is. That's part of being a creative is, you know, you look at all this, all this stuff all over the place and how can I apply that to what I do? Yes. So, Sean, a little bit about the train thing, yep. if you don't mind. So now you're implementing and now you're, you know, you're putting together trains and photography because you have an interest in trains. Right. Um, was your was your initial interest in trains like uh, model trains or was it riding trains or did you do a lot of traveling? Or, I mean, how did, I'm just kind of curious how that That's, came you, you touched on a little bit of everything. And yes, it has been a little bit of everything. Um, I, I don't know where this, um, this interest started. It just happened. Uh, so almost everything that I do, you know, relates somewhere back toward that. Um, uh, it's, it's, you know, I, when I'm out on vacation, you know, we'll always look to see, is there a, a heritage train nearby that we can ride or, or photograph, um, or, you know, it's, there's a, there's a couple of places that we'll go and just watch trains go by. You know, there's one down in Illinois that we like to go to, uh, in Rochelle. Uh, there's another, uh, there's a group of friends that, uh, get together with, uh, usually in June, uh, we go to, he has a, uh, a vacation house out on the Mississippi River that's right next to the BNSF railway tracks, and he'll invite all the friends out, and we'll have a day there. Uh, and uh, I'm also pretty heavily involved in the model railroad community here in Madison, so I'm playing with trains, building trains, uh, watching trains. So it's outside of outside of work. That's probably my biggest passion. Wow. Fun fact, I lived yeah. across from a train. <laughs> At one time, I lived across from a train. Right, right. Really? Yeah. Huh. That, wasn't, that wasn't that fun, though, Nate. <laughs> it, it can get loud. Fun fact, 
yeah. That's not fun anymore. Hey, that's a great anecdote, Shelly. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's that's awesome. Like I, you know, Sean, I, I really like that you were you're able to kind of incorporate your personal passions both with starting photography as a career right. and then utilizing, you know, trains and everything about them into your work. Like that's that's kind of a double whammy right there. Yep. Yep. Well, it's Man. you know, you always look at what's what's around you and and you know, how can I incorporate the good practices into what I do? Wow. Well, excellent. Yeah. And, that, and that's honestly a great lesson for pretty much anybody that's trying to get into a business and really chase that passion is just trying to make sure that that's at the forefront and making sure that they keep that in mind when they are going through right. it, just because sometimes people lose sight of why they get into the business in the first place. And it's, yeah. you know, easy for you because you can, you know, <laughs> literally see what your business is um, while you're photo uh, taking photographs. But, um, but yeah, is there anything that you'd really like to pass on to anyone that's looking to start their own business or anything you'd like to share? Um, I don't have anything specific other than okay. if you really like doing it, it's, it's worth a try. You know, like I said earlier, you know, I'm having the most fun in, in the job as photographer, uh, mm -hmm. more fun than I've had in any other job in the past. And one of the things I always like to say is that if you're not having fun at work, it's time to look for new work. Yeah, completely agree. I mean, you're doing it for what, a third of your life? So, yeah, or, yeah, pretty you know, close during the week, so you may as well enjoy it. Right. <laughs> so... Alrighty, Sean. Well, hey, thank you so much. I uh, I really appreciate you being on here um, and just kind of sharing those insights into what you do, as well as you know how you are able to incorporate outside influence into your business. And I I, I really appreciate you coming on and really sharing that with us. It's, yeah, me thanks too. for having. Thank me. you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm sure that our listeners will appreciate your insight and your storytelling. It's I'm so happy to have you on. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I'd be happy to talk and talk more at any future point too. Absolutely. All righty. Well, thank you. Thank you everybody also for tuning in as always. We uh, really appreciate our listeners too. And uh, or, uh, we're hoping to keep this train going. <laughs> so, all righty. Well, thank you, Sean, so much again and uh, have a great one. Thanks.